0: Hello. Thank you very much for joining me today. What we're going to be talking about is a hugely important and both well important and fundamental part of uh, the fat loss lifestyle training as part of everybody's program and something that you really cannot afford to miss. We're going to be talking about non-exercise activity, and for those of you who aren't in the know, basically what we're talking about is we're talking about walking. So. What you need to know is you need to know first things first, what the issues are when it comes to people actually getting enough activity and why it is it's really important and sort of some common, pro- common problems that a lot of people struggle with. We're also gonna be talking a little bit about the, the theory of non-exercise activity and why it is why it is important because often um, it's definitely become more popular over the last sort of 10 years or so, but often people massively overlook it as a, as a source of um, fat burning and they actually they over rely on exercise and that as we'll see as we go through isn't necessarily the smartest option if your if your main goal is just to lose body fat and the last thing that we're going to do then is we're going to run through 12 tactics um, that are going to actually help you to increase your step count all fairly straightforward um nothing particularly magical but really really effective and stuff that you can use to kind of you know, get your mind going. Actually, think about what you can do. You can pick one, two, or three of them. Maybe implement them into your day to day. See that step count come up, and then see the progress on the fat loss accelerate. And that's all we're going to be trying to do today. So, the first thing that I want to do is I just want to quickly outline the fact that for, for a lot of people, uh, they they're having sort of similar problems. And the first one is is that we're all way too sedentary. There'll be more on this later, but. The fact of the matter is, is that for the most of you, what you're doing is instead of where people used to be going to the office, people are now staying at home, um, you know, driving cars, people are taking public transport. All of these things are actually making us very, very sedentary. and, And the human body isn't necessarily designed to do that. That doesn't help you to feel good in terms of actually having your best energy, best focus throughout the day. But it also means that your calorie burning really drops down. So it's much, much harder to make sure you're getting a good calorie balance or you're getting into a proper calorie deficit because your calorie output just simply isn't high enough. All right. The other thing that happens a lot is that, you know, we we kind of feel like we're stuck in the dark. We're approaching at the moment as of recording. We're in, um, we're still in September, the nights are drawing in a little bit and basically it can start to feel like, especially if you're working at home, you wake up in the morning, it's dark. You sit all day in front of the screen, and by the time you've finished your work, it's still dark. You're not getting enough daylight, and that has a massive effect on your mood, and on your focus, and on your energy. So it's really important that we actually get outside, get some fresh air, get some activity, and most, but basically get some get some sunlight. The last thing is, is that often, you know, things are also quite slow. So people will say they'll be doing their exercise, they're eating well and all that kind of stuff. But the progress isn't as good as they want it to be. Now, I'm not going to suggest for a second that you can actually, you know, out walk a crappy diet, which you can't, obviously. But if you're already making sort of reasonable progress, then it's, you know, it's it's something that you can do that you can add in to help you to make better progress. You can add this in as a little bit extra so you can burn off a few extra 100 calories a day so that you can make that little bit of progress and you can actually really improve the amount of of fat loss you're making and you can make it actually a lot easier, all right? So what I want to do quickly first is just make sure that we all understand, you know, what is it exactly that we're talking about when we talk about non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which is NEAT, is what it's abbreviated to. It's not just walking, see? So non-exercise activity thermogenesis is basically any calories burned through your movement, which is not structured exercise. So going to the gym, going for a run, going to a class, um, anything like that is, is what you'd call physical activity, physical exercise. Walking does not count as exercise as far as I'm concerned. As far as I'm concerned, walking only really counts as exercise. Um, if you are on some kind of rehab, you have some kind of condition that means that you can't, you can't actually sort of do what you would classically call exercise, or, you know, you're 85 and you, the best thing you can do is go out and go for a walk. You don't need to, at that point, you know, sending you into the gym to do a bunch of squats might not be the most sensible thing. And A lot of times it is, but sometimes it's not. So, and basically that can range anything from walking to work, sort of even typing, actually sort of that kind of thing. Technically it burns, it burns energy. It doesn't burn a lot, but it does. Own. Housework, gardening, and fidgeting. Anything that is basically movement, that's not exercise. And it's really, really important that we get this right it's really important that we understand what's going on. And it's really important that you understand how much of a factor it is in the ter- total amount of energy burned. Now, this is a typical um, breakdown of how much energy somebody, one might burn throughout the day. The vast majority of the calories that you burn come from organs, function, breathing, and keeping yourself warm, okay? There is no getting away from that. You have a little bit of energy from the kinds of foods you eat. This is covered in level four, which we did um, how to burn fat effectively um the last bit is a physical activity now people think of physical activity as training so weight training running classes sports but the the matter, the fact the matter is is that the vast majority of your physical activity calories burnt are non-exercise activity and even in people who are active and they do a lot of exercise there's still the vast majority of what happens is is that you um will burn energy through non-exercise activity and so Actually, the fact of the matter is, is that if you double your exercise and double your need, or rather, let's put it a different way, if you double your exercise, you won't make that much of an indent into your, into your calorie burning, more on that later. If you double your walking, you'll make a massive indent into, the mat, into, your, into your calorie burning, and you'll, have, you'll be making really, really obvious, significant, measurable progress every week. Right. And this is why I kind of I don't recommend that people do six, seven hours of training a week unless they have a sport specific goal or they're trying to put on as much muscle as possible in the quickest possible time. Another thing to consider is that we kind of weren't designed to sit down all this time, like I said earlier. So, in genetic terms, over a very small period of time, we've gone from being active all day, unless you're the king, right? Active all day to being compressed into a chair, not moving. All right. Things like modernization and urbanization has basically meant that the amount of energy that we give out every single day has dropped through the floor, which has meant that we've had to become much more careful about what we eat. At the same time, obviously, food quality and more processed foods have become available. And this, the combination of these two things is the reason why people struggle with weight much more now than they used to in the past. And the thing that I want to make very, very clear is that actually meat is an excellent way to limit overeating. Okay, so here's an example of a study. I don't want to show you the whole thing. I just want to show you the critical point. Sixteen non-obese, so normal sort of shaped, size people were fed a thousand calories more per day in excess of their weight maintenance requirements for eight weeks. And what they found was is that non-exercise activity accounted for a tenfold difference in fat storage. So some people lost weight, as you can see, and some people gained a lot of weight. And that was pretty accurately defined by. Well, most, most of what was actually causing that difference wasn't their, you know, natural propensity for fat gaining or fat storage, which does exist, but it's a very small percentage. It was actually how many sort of or how much, you know, how many calories they burnt a day through walking or fidgeting or that kind of thing. And so what we can take from this is the reason why some people are better able to manage overeating than others is mostly down to the fact that they, if they eat lots, they walk more and they're more fidgety. Okay. You can artificially create that by by you know walking more and basically being more active it's a massive massive factor and this ultimately is why is the main reason why as people get older they tend to find their metabolism slows down okay because they actually when you're 21 you walk everywhere to work you probably have a physical job you are you can't afford a car so that you have to you know walk to the shops you know all these different things that basically mean that you burn a lot of calories when you're 60 you probably live in the suburbs The other thing is, a young person probably lives in a city, which means they have to walk around more. When you're older, you probably live in the suburbs or in the countryside. You drive everywhere. You don't ever need to walk anywhere further than just getting out the car and popping somewhere. You're basically, you know, you're all of these things are together, which make fat burning more difficult. And that's why people find, as they get older, they tend to burn off less fat. Now, there is another aspect which is aging, which is basically as you get older, your muscle dwindles, which means that your basal metabolic rate drops, Um, but to be honest, most of that is is offsetable by weight training, and all that leaves left is the fact that does my do my does my metabolism just naturally slow down? Yes, but not by anywhere near as much as people think, and most of it is avoidable. So that's that's really really good. So remember, takeaway point for this one is that you can offset weight gain. So if you do eat a lot, go for a walk. It's a good idea. The last thing is, and this is something that I want to say. So this is why I'm always saying to you don't you don't need to train five or six times a week if you want to lose fat it's just not necessary and that's because what tends to happen is if you get someone to bang out six big weight training sessions a week they'll spend every single remaining hour of their week sat on the sofa complaining about how sore their legs are and there's just no point in that okay what you can see here is as you increase people's physical activity what tends to happen is their other activity drops off which means that it really limits the amount of um sort of calories they burn and this is called the constrained total energy expenditure model which means that the more exercise you do the less walking you do and actually more exercise does not equate to more calorie burning all right very very important to note Um, and this is something that really gets people when they're training a lot and they're not making the progress that their smartwatch says they should be is because these types of things are not taken into account the last thing and this is kind of the thing that i want to leave you with is that if you work on a farm you might burn two and a half thousand calories a day. Let's say you're a builder, a laborer, something like that. You might burn two and a half thousand calories a day just by going to work and doing your business. Versus if you work in an office, or even worse, if you work at home and you don't have to leave the house, you're going to be burning maybe 300 calories a day from walking. This is a big issue for people that want to get lean and work at home. And this is why what we need to do is we need to take all of this into account and we need to make sure that we have some kind of um tactics in place some kind of measures in place to make sure that you are getting sufficient steps every single day and so that if you're looking and also if you're looking to make more progress you have tactics in place that can help you to actually increase those steps above what the basic requirements are right and we'll cover that so what we're going to do now is we're going to very quickly because a lot of this is fairly obvious but it's nice just to kind of you know trigger the memory and just get you thinking about it is to run through 12 tactics about how it is that you might be able to increase your energy expenditure and you might be able to increase your non-exercise activity thermogenesis right so the first one and my actual favorite one is the pre-work commute okay what you want to do is you want to pretend like you've got a commute to work before you start your work you can wake up brush teeth have breakfast la 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 la. half an hour before you start work you're going to walk out the front door you're going to do a half an hour loop and then you're going to walk into into your house and you're going to sit down and you're going to get to work okay it worked fine before. It's good now, especially in the winter. It tends to be lighter in the morning than after work. So you tend to have a better chance of getting some daylight. And this is a really, really effective tactic. And I have to say, all the people that are nailing step counts who work from home do this. This is the one. This is the answer, okay? The other thing you can do is post-work. Obviously, if you start early or if you're not a good morning person, you can do it post-work. You tend not to get as much light, but that works too. I like number three a lot. This is a good option. But, you know, it's not necessarily the best reason, but buy a dog. It's a great idea. Loads of people have done it that I've worked with, and their step counts increase immediately because the dog will shout at you for some reason. You don't, you don't, you feel like you must give the dog a walk, but you won't give yourself a walk. Okay, be like the dog, but otherwise, buy a dog. Number three is weekend walks. So, what you can do to really kind of boost your overall week um, output is to actually think about strategically planning in walks that you're going to do at the weekend and how you're going to make that happen um lunch breaks are another th- good thing to take advantage of although tend to be a little bit more tricky depends on your personal working situation but if you have an hour off at lunch you know half an hour eating your lunch half an hour going for a walk that would be really good um, just simple things like thinking about how can i use the car less or you know how can i use less public transport these are easy ways that you can actually take a similar amount of time that you would do normally, or take take time out of the car and put it into walking, especially if you live in the city or something like that. It's it's a very easy way to get more steps in. Another one, which is a big one, always take the stairs, always walk up the escalator. That's an easy one. That's a really easy one. Don't take the lift, always take the stairs. Um, And then what you can also do is you can either end your workout by doing 15 minutes on a treadmill. You listen to music, look at the news on your phone, you can do whatever you need to do. Or if you prefer, you can sort of warm up by walking and just get the blood flowing and get yourself in the mood, get the music going. That's a really nice way to get in a few extra steps if you've got the time. Simple thing as well is get a step tracker. You can sync it to TrainRise so that I can see your steps. You can let us know what your step target is so we can keep you accountable. That whole thing is covered. And then the last one, and this is the one that all of my clients who consistently get high steps do this, and that's socialized whilst walking. Find somebody who you wanna go on a walk with and you know instead of sitting down and having a coffee, to take away coffee and go for a walk. It's a nice easy one. it's a great way to actually get some extra steps in um, and it's definitely something that I consider that you do okay so if you've got all of that sorted, um, then I think that you're doing fairly well but I think for the most part ev- everyone has something that they can take from that and everyone has something that they can um, you know they can they can action fairly quickly okay and I've got the wrong slide here but we're just going to go through it. So targets are a minimum okay 7,000 a day this is what's been shown to basically put you in the best health possible with the least amount of sort of diminishing returns that means that any less than 7,000 steps a day and your risk of all-cause mortality of dying of any issue goes up okay after 7,000 steps a day it it doesn't really get any higher so this is something that I'd recommend that you do this works out to be about an hour of walking which sounds like a lot but that actually means if you sleep for eight hours that's 15 hours on your ass okay so shouldn't be too hard 15 hours in your ass one hour of walking seven hours 7,000 steps not too tricky above that and everybody should be getting 7,000 every day without exception maybe with exception without many exceptions a decent goal to aim for if you actually want to use um, walking as a fat loss tool is to average 10,000 a day getting 10,000 every day is not necessary getting 70,000 over the course of a week is something which is useful and is a nice target and I think step counts work better because the fact of the matter is if you have to get 10,000 every day, there's gonna be a situation whereby you end up in the living room walking around the sofa like a lunatic. Some people are into that. I personally feel like that's a bit much. Just walk a bit more the next day and you'll be fine. And if you really wanna push that and you wanna be you know, fat burning machine mode, then I'd suggest you get 100,000 steps a week or more. Okay, It's fairly linear in terms of calorie burning. The more you walk, the more you will burn. Um, that is not true in lots of aspects of fitness. So this is something you can really take advantage of. Um, and 10, sort of 100,000 steps a week um, is looking at about sort of 15,000 steps a day, all right? And that is, that will equate to, um, you know, depends how fast you walk, depends how quickly your steps are, but that's probably going to be somewhere above an hour and a half, an hour and 45 minutes or so, okay? So, and again, that still equates to, you know, eight hours in bed, that then equates to 13 hours of, you know, being sat down, okay? 14 hours. So the last thing I want you to think about is this you can't out train a bad diet right but it's also fairly difficult to out exercise a sedentary lifestyle so make sure that that is something that you focus on first before you start thinking about working on five six times a week that's what you're thinking about okay you're way better off not doing that we want to exercise two to four times a week so that we're making a stimulus to get fitter and stronger and then if you want to burn more calories go on a walk summary is Walking is the most potent weapon in your fat burning burning armory. So use it. It's really important. And neat is the main reason why some people are more resistant to weight gain. It's not luck. It's not genetics. It's not anything like that. It's just that people tend to do more activity. If they overeat, some people do than others. You can control that. Okay. We're not necessarily designed to be in an office all day. So make sure you get outside and get some sunlight, which is why I recommend that you go earlier in the day or at lunchtime rather than going later and also more training doesn't equal more calories burned sometimes more training equals more stress and maybe a few more but not that many calories burned if any all right so bear that in mind think about what you want to do if you want to set if you've watched this or you're listening to this um, and you want to set yourself a walking target make sure you share it with us and we'll make sure that you keep you keep up with that thank you very much for for listening thank you very much for for, for all those who said hello and um i will sure i'll speak to you very soon Mm-hmm.